All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 51 of Posio's Picks. Today is Saturday, February 12th, and we are finally back. It feels like forever since we've done one of these, but what a great way to bring us back into the swing of things with this slate today. I mean, we've got unreal games all over the board. If you've been following our picks on Twitter, we have not had a good week whatsoever, but with this slate, I, I can feel a little something. Let's just get right into these games. Before we get into the games, though, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Pickett. You guys know about Pickett already. Pickett is a brand-new app that's perfect for anyone that bets. Pickett is an app that automatically tracks your bets for you. All you have to do is sign up, link your sportsbook accounts, and it syncs your bets as soon as you place them. Not only does it track your bets, you can follow other people on the app, follow your friends, see every single bet they take, comment why you're tailing, why you're fading, all that good stuff. If you download Pickett on the App Store, be sure to use our promo code POSIOSPICKS for up to a $100 bonus that goes right into your Venmo account. Shout out to Pickett. That's P-I-K-K-I-T. Okay, first game we're going to go over. As usual, Indiana is traveling to East Lansing to take on Michigan State. The Spartans are four and a half point favorites in this one. Both of these teams coming into this one off of two straight losses, and both of these teams have not looked great lately. Obviously, MSU really needs this one, or things could get ugly down the stretch here. Our schedule coming up is not easy whatsoever. The good thing is, we have a lot of these better teams in the Big Ten at home, but I mean, we've seen it, especially lately. It seems like it doesn't matter who or where we play. What matters is if this team decides to show up or not. Obviously, if we can contain Trace Jackson Davis, this game becomes a lot easier for us. I expect us to be driving to the rim a lot, trying to draw some fouls, and try to exploit their second unit, which I think we need to do a much better job of going into this last part of the schedule. We're one of the deeper teams in the country still, and we should be taking advantage of those things. I really need to see a good game out of Max Christie today. He's been struggling a bit lately. We also need to do a better job shooting from outside. We were one of the better teams in the country doing so, and we've seen it these past couple losses when we don't shoot it well. We put ourselves in some tough situations. It's a Saturday afternoon game at the Brez. Izzo's going to be popping. Desperation on both sides, but I think Izzo knows how bad we need this one, and I think that hopefully... The leaders and Gabe and Marcus Bingham will have us ready to go for this one. Give me MSU. I'll move it to minus four in this one, Max. Yeah, like you said, this is a big game. Obviously, coming off two straight losses for both teams. But Indiana, with that suspension trouble, Mike Woodson said they would be back, those five players, but we don't know what their role is going to be. So, I mean, just going off that, those players are key players, and they haven't played. So they're going to be a little rusty, obviously. They're at the Breslin. Like you said, we got to stop Trace Jackson Davis. We got to limit the offensive rebounds, the easy layups. We got to make him work on both ends of the floor. For that reason, I think Gabe Brown, Marcus Bingham need to bring some leadership, like you said. Obviously, they're going crazy at the women's game, and they're on two straight losses. Like, come on, guys. Let's go. Uh, so, give me MSU money line at home as well as MSU minus four. 
Next game on the slate, I'm just going to go over this one really quick. Texas A&M is traveling to Auburn. Auburn are 11.5-point favorites in this one. I mean, how much simpler could this one get? Auburn back at home after two tough road games, including a loss in the jungle. I'll take this all day long. Give me Auburn first half minus 6 and Auburn game minus 11.5. I think they get back on track big here. Big bounce back game. It's gonna be rocking as always in there. Give me the Tigers all day. They're they're back today. They're back. Next game on the slate. Texas is going to Baylor to take on the Bears. Max, go ahead and start with this one. I love this Baylor team. They got buckets all around. They play defense. They've been struggling a little. Obviously, that loss at Kansas was just I don't know. That just did not look like Baylor at all. Texas coming off two straight big wins at home, but now they got to go on the road. Baylor back home finally, first time in February. It's going to be rocking. I mean, every game's going to be rocking. It's a Saturday afternoon, Saturday night games, everything. I think we just got to go with Baylor here. This number is a little weird to me. Six, I feel like, is a little too much. So I'm going to move it down to Baylor minus four at home. Hopefully Akinjo controls the pace of the game, gets him out in transition, gets some easy buckets. Matthew Meyer knocks down a couple threes, gets him going early, and I think Baylor covers this number. Give me Baylor minus four at home. Yeah, I like Baylor in this one as well. I think they're finally looking like they're going to get rolling again. The three guards haven't played together in a few weeks, and... Quick reminder, Baylor has not lost yet this year when they have been at full strength. Hopefully, LJ Cryer comes back today. He's a game-time decision for this one. We've seen it this year with Texas. Obviously, they play tough. It's a Chris Beard coach team. But sometimes it feels like they struggle to score. They make up for it on defense. But with the way this Baylor team matches up, the way the guards can shoot it, the bigs have really improved in terms of their scoring. Matthew Meyer, I think, is the X factor in this one. If he can get hot for Baylor, I mean, they win. It, it's just automatic. The Baylor guards are frustrating on defense as well, especially with those three guards pressuring the ball. If they go on a drought, this thing can get ugly quick. Baylor, like you said, back at home after a few on the road. Home court, Saturday environment. I'll take Scott Drew all day to win this big game. Look for the Bears to start rolling again. Give me Baylor. I'll take the minus six at home. Okay, next game on the slate, Oklahoma at Kansas. Kansas are 10-point favorites at home in this one. I think this spread is telling you clear as day who to take. Oklahoma's coming off of beating Texas Tech at home by 15. Kansas is coming off of a loss at Texas. This spread does not feel like it should be 10. Since it is, Vegas knows something. You got to roll with them on this one. I think. It's a good number, though. Kansas does need a big win at home on Saturday. They got to get back rolling into this last part of the season. I'll take the Jayhawks minus 10 in this one. I'm looking for Abaji to have a really big game. I feel like he hasn't had a huge one in a really long time. I mean, obviously, he's he's a baller. He plays well every game. But I'm looking for maybe a 30-piece out of him. Give me Kansas. I'll take a minus 10. The next game on the slate will be IUPUI traveling to take on Cleveland State. Obviously, you know where this one's going. Cleveland State comes as 22-point favorites at home against IUPUI. I mean, 
IUPUI covered last game, but, you know, it's still IUPUI. They still have six players, and Cleveland State is one of the top teams in the Horizon League, coming in at 12-3. and They've just got buckets all around. I mean, this team put up, like, 90-something on Oklahoma State, so if they can't put up 120 on IUPUI, something's wrong. So give me Cleveland State big in this one. I'm going to move it down to minus 20 just because 22 is just weird to me. So give me Cleveland State at home minus 20. Yeah, I don't know how IUPUI has been covering these games with six players. It makes no sense. But like you said, Cleveland State is, I think they're number one in the horizon right now. They're really good. Give me Cleveland State. I'll take them first half minus 12 and the minus 22 for the full game. I just think IUPUI's luck runs out. Cleveland State can really score, so they might run it up. Next game on the slate, Florida is going to Kentucky to take on the Wildcats. Kentucky are 9.5-point favorites at home in this one. This one's simple to me. This is like the Auburn game. Kentucky at Rupp on a Saturday. I think this one's simple enough. Florida's best player is obviously Colin Castleton. Kentucky has Sheboy. He's going to limit him. I think this thing gets ugly quick. Kentucky plays insane at home. We've seen it all year. Give me the Wildcats. I'll take the minus 9.5. I think they win this one by 10. Kentucky minus 9.5. Next game on the slate, Marquette is traveling to Butler to take on the Bulldogs. Marquette are only 3.5-point favorites in this one. They are coming off of a loss by 8 at UConn. Butler coming off of three straight losses. Their last one, only a two-point loss at Creighton. Butler was one of my fade teams earlier in the year. They have been playing better, but I got to roll with Marquette in this one. This does definitely feel like a trap line, but I got to take the Golden Eagles minus the three and a half. With the way they play defense, the way they can run, I'll gladly, gladly take them here, even though the line's a trap. I think they get through this one. Just like I said, by the way that they can defend, by the way that they can run, they always, always, always go on that big run, and I don't know if Butler has the scoring to respond to those. Give me Marquette. I'll take them minus three at Butler. The next game on the slate will be Memphis traveling to take on the Houston Cougars, our Houston Cougars. Obviously, we both love them. Coming off that tough loss at SMU, that would have been a huge game for the future if they won that game and came out on top, but can't go perfect in conference play. So that's fine. One loss, get out of the way. Now let's start rolling again. Obviously, Memphis, we know, has struggled in the American. 7-4 and four in the American. They're on a four-game winning streak, though, but that doesn't matter. I mean, Houston's Houston. They only have Jalen Duran. I mean, the guards, I think, can contain Memphis's guards. And Kyler Edwards, Fabian White, expect them to have a big game at home. I got two plays for this one. Give me Houston first half, minus five, and Houston game, minus ten. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you guys already know what it is. It's the Cougs at the Fertitta Center all day, off a loss, back home, I don't know if Memphis is ready for this one. Scares me a little bit. They're on a four-game winning streak. This spread does feel a little bit high, but I'll take Houston all day, man. They've got leadership. They've got experience. Give me Houston first half minus five, and I'll move the game line to minus nine. Next game on the slate will be a little mid-major action. Murray State cracking the top 25 for the first time. 
They're traveling to Moorhead State. These are two of the best teams in the Ohio Valley Conference. Moorhead State led by Janai Broom, averaging a double-double, 16-10. and 10. I just think Murray State has too much scoring for this Moorhead State team. And last game Moorhead State played, it was 48-47. to 47. So I think Murray State just goes in there and just scores the basketball and wins this game on the road and stays perfect in Ohio Valley Conference play. Give me the racers in this one, money line. Add that to my card, please. I love the racers. K.J. Williams is a dog. That boy can score. Give me Murray State. Next game on the slate, Duke at Boston College. Duke are 13-point favorites in this one. This one is simple to me, too. I mean, I just don't think Boston College can match up with Duke at all. We saw how Duke responded to the loss last game against Clemson. An 18-point win on the road after that very, very disappointing loss at home to Virginia. I need Duke to win these games down the stretch because of the future I have. Notre Dame is entering the little part of the schedule where they can lose some games. I need Duke to pull away. I definitely think they win this game. The spread's 13. I think they cover as well. Like I said, I mean, who's going to guard Paolo? Who's going to guard A.J. Griffin? Boston College just does not have the dudes to do this. Give me Duke. I'll take that minus 12 in this one. Next game on the slate, UCLA is traveling to USC. Not very far to take on the Trojans. UCLA, after dropping two in a row, responded with a good nine-point win at Stanford. USC last game, oh my God, only winning by six at home against Pacific. Pacific stinks. I mean, we've seen them get blown out this year, and USC was losing most of that game. That one doesn't matter, though. I don't really care about anything like that. I just think UCLA's got way more experience. I think they're ready to go for this one. USC is a good team. It's going to be interesting to match up down low with Mobley, but I don't know if USC has the guard firepower to hang with UCLA. Juzang, I've been waiting for him to have that big, like, 30-piece. He hasn't really had it yet. I think this is a spot where he definitely can have it. Rivalry game on ESPN, late-night tip-off. It's going to be a good one. UCLA are only two-point favorites in this one for that reason. Give me UCLA money line here, Max. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I mean, USC, I thought we had an easy winner. We were struggling. I thought we had an easy winner. Pacific was 0-9 against the spread on the road, and they were winning most of that game. So, I mean, we don't know if Mobley is going to play as well. He didn't play in that Pacific game. I would expect him to be back because this is a pretty big game, especially for the conference standings. But I just think, like you said, UCLA has too much scoring. They can shut down Mobley. They have two great big men. If they stay out of foul trouble, Tiger Campbell knocks down a couple threes. Hakez gives him a couple buckets in the post and then kicks it out to Juzang. I mean, we know what he can do. He's just got a clip. So give me UCLA money line on the road as well. Last game on the slate, 10 p.m. tip. A top 25 matchup in the West Coast Conference, that is a rare one to hear, unless BYU is good. St. Mary's is going to Gonzaga to take on the Bulldogs. The Zags are 16-point favorites in this one. This spread is a little weird, but I have to roll with Gonzaga at home against the conference opponent. We've seen it all year. They have covered these spreads by 10, 15, 20 points 
It doesn't matter who they're playing. Like I said, Pacific stinks. They beat them by 40 last game. They were only 23-point favorites. Give me the Zags all day here. St. Mary's is a good team, but they've had some questionable losses this year as well. So I'll take the Zags at home. It's always rocking in there. I mean, McCarthy only holds like six, six, 7,000 people. It's going to be rocking. The Zags all day in this one. That is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to follow us over on Twitter at Posios Picks to get notified when we upload an episode and when we upload a pick we don't talk about on the show. Also, remember to follow us on Picket at Posios Picks. You can see every single bet we take and also those picks that we upload after the show. You can see a little explanation for those. Remember, our merch is live. You can find it in our pinned tweet on our Twitter. Man. Should be a good day. Good luck to everybody tailing. Good luck to everyone fading, whatever you're doing. Have a wonderful, wonderful Saturday. Let's get this money and let's roll into Super Bowl Sunday with a little bit of roll. How about that? Thank you guys for listening. That's all we've got. We will see you guys tomorrow.